Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker, And we go now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And the former St. Louis Rams quarterback had a great career here. Mark Bulger, who is now pursuing a shot at curling in the Olympics next year is with us. Mark, it's been a long time. I think the last time I talked to you was when Isaac had the game at the Dome. How you doing? Great, Randy. How are you? Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a fun event. And uh, yeah, I miss St. Louis. Mark, take us through this journey. How did you go from being an NFL quarterback to now being on a curling team? <laughs> oh, gosh, I'll try to keep it short. Uh, my, I moved to Nashville uh, with my wife and my, my two girls. And Jared Allen, he played with Minnesota and Chicago and some other teams. He called me one day and said he wanted to be an Olympian. And uh, he said, badminton. We're trying to look for the easiest way in. And then after one week of watching badminton, I said, there's no way we can do that. <laughs> and he goes, okay, give me a week. And he, he found curling. And unfortunately, the, our team won the uh, – or fortunately, I guess, we won the gold medal that year. And uh, – so we, we actually trained for the last two years, but this year was, has been a little bit different. We've been going to Minnesota, the Olympic facility, a bunch to train. But uh, uh, it's put a little things on hold, but I'm actually opening a curling facility, which I'm on site now in Nashville, so it'll be fun. That's great. Curling and bowling, right? Yeah, curling, bowling, and a restaurant. Uh, it's such a fun sport. I think that... Uh, you know, not just males, but females. And, you know, I took my wife for the first time curling a year and a half ago, and she was hesitant, but uh, she did it because she's actually, that was fun. So uh, I think it's going to be fun, uh, especially in this town. It, it's it's booming right now, and um, I don't know. It's something different than, I guess, axe throwing. <laughs> hey, Mark, what intimidated you about uh, badminton? Why, why did you say no way? <laughs> Oh, God, because <laughs> I watched too many videos, and I told Jared's wife, Amy, I said, I'm, I'm going to blow my knee out or get hurt within uh, two days if, if we do that. These guys are so they're, – they're a lot smaller than us and, and quicker, and uh, I think we have a better chance of something else. So, so he got on it, and we uh, we went all in. <laughs> Well, Mark, this is a group of professional athletes, you and your teammates, but obviously curling a different sport using different muscles is a different skill set. So what's been the biggest physical challenge for you as you adopted curling? Yeah, it's uh, it's easier for us because we're not afraid to fall. We have many times, and we've seen people, they're a little intimidated with the ice. because It is 45 yards long. That's what people don't realize. Uh, but we don't mind falling and, and being embarrassed. But uh, it's just the worst part about it is when you're playing a guy who, you know, uh, let's just say not a professional athlete and comes out and kicks your butt and you, you kind of get mad because we're so competitive. And, you know, this guy just 
<laughs> rolled in from doing whatever and his guts hanging over his belt and he kicked your butt. And I'm like, come on, you, you got to be kidding me. And, but that's curling. But everyone has uh, is real respectful. It, it's similar to golf. So everyone's respectful. Did the curling community welcome you guys? Because I imagine if these are people that had been doing this their entire lives and here comes a group of NFL players thinking that they can hop into the sport. I know if I had been doing it forever, I would might take a little offense to that and think it's not so easy. No, I, you're you're spot on. Uh, when we first got in, uh, uh, let's just say Jared Allen. You know, he's a good friend and, and teammate, and he, he he's not afraid to uh, speak his mind. And uh, so we played against the Olympic team a couple times. Uh, Matt Hamilton and the rest of the crew, and but they 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 were uh, just because everyone thinks. Uh, I, I guess like any sport or profession, you know, being on the radio, it's it's not as easy as it seems, and. Uh, we respected their traditions, and uh, they they were happy because we brought a lot of exposure to them. And um, and, and curling's not as easy as it looks, uh, believe it or not. Mark, can you give us an example of what a typical line of trash talk would be in a curling match? So most people ask if I'm the sweeper, if I'm the, you know, if I throw the stone or from the stick guard, if I'm yelling, everyone gets two stones. That's what we call them in curling on each sheet. So it's two, 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 two. Cause you have teams of four uh, and people like to compare it to uh shuffleboard, but it's more like all uh, closest to the pin in golf. Uh, Cause shuffleboard, you want to get towards the end line and in curling, you want to get, it's called the house and the pin is the very middle. So just, Think of it like golf, and it's closest to the pin, and um, there's a lot of other rules, but uh, it, it was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, learning experiences and, and being humbled, uh, learning how to curl. Mark Bulger with us on 101 ESPN. So are you the sweeper? We all take turns. I got it. The, the, yeah, the skip, he calls the shot, and whoever's throwing them, the two sweepers. And when you sweep, it actually makes it go faster. Uh, whoever's on the other end um, can turn the, the stone certain ways. And it's it's so much jargon, Randy. I'm telling you, it, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was really frustrating. Some days I just want to go out in the parking lot and throw a football again and say, okay, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I, I was wondering, because you were one of the most accurate pastors any of us have ever seen, is there anything that you can take from quarterbacking into this endeavor? Yeah, I try to, but... Uh, Mike Roos is another teammate and Keith Bullock, he was a linebacker. Um, so it, I was always the quarterback. So it's, it's difficult. Um, your skip is your quarterback telling you where to put the ball and or the stone. Uh, if an intern, you know, goes right to left and an out turn goes left to right and curling for some reason, it makes no sense to me, but so they make these calls and I, I just want to, um, uh, be in quarterback mode. And they said, Hey, I'm an offense lineman, a defense lineman, a linebacker. You're not the quarterback anymore. So that was my uh, hardest learning curve was not uh, being in charge, I guess, of calling the plays anymore. Uh, I, I would think so. Hey, let's talk about what you've been doing because you, you're kind of a renaissance man. I figured after your career that you'd be able to go play golf and you'd be happy. But you've done some farming. I know your foundation does a lot of things. And obviously the USO here in St. Louis is thankful still to you for the facility they have at the at the airport. And now doing this, you, you seem to have a lot of interests. That shifts my mind. I wish it would shut off sometimes. But, uh, yeah, this curling and bowling and restaurant will 
it'll be great. Uh, you know, obviously my, my foundation, uh, is really important to me. I, I added children's, uh, cancer and we're building a, not just me, but a lot of people in West Virginia, a, a whole floor for kids, uh, with life-threatening, uh, cancers and yeah, the farming, that's pretty steady. It's just, I don't know. I, and growing up in Pittsburgh, there must be something in the water. You just got to keep going. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Have you been out? And obviously, Nashville, like you said, is exploding, and it's exploding from a golf standpoint too. Do you still get to play much golf? Uh, as much as I can. Um, obviously, this year is just a you know anomaly with I, I think with everybody. Uh, you know, we got I got a small business in Florida, so when we go down to Florida, I, I can play here and there, but. Uh, my two girls keep me, they keep me pretty busy. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Good. Yeah, I can't believe they're 10 and seven, but um, yeah, mostly it's family and the foundation and a couple other things. But uh, I do miss St. Louis. Uh, still have a lot of good friends there and uh, need to get back there more. Mark, a lot of people here in St. Louis are cheering for you and they're going to follow you along this path. They know that the Olympics are the end goal, but what is the, the next steps? What If fans are following along, what are the next steps that need to be taken to you guys ultimately getting to the Olympics? Yeah, you have to. It, it's similar to the FedEx Cup or however you want to uh, do it. You know, with, with uh, NASCAR racing, you, you have to get so many points. Um, it's just tough right now because so many states have different rules. Um and usually we train in Minnesota and Wisconsin and South Dakota. And if you can't go get those points, it's, it's a little difficult. And then um, the Olympics are obviously in Beijing. So we're, we're kind of in limbo right now. And that's, you know, a year and a half ago, I decided, hey, let's just do it here. And, and regardless, if it doesn't work out, I'm bringing curling to Nashville. And uh, I think people here are pretty excited about it. And I'll be curling no matter what, but. I, we, we hope the Olympics still, but uh, you tell me. Uh, it's anyone's guess. It's it's awesome. Just one more thing, and we want to ask you about Tom Brady too. But I want to I want to find out from you because of the pandemic has that held you back? Uh, obviously, the more experienced teams they, they have been doing it for a long time, their entire lives, they know what they're doing. Have you guys had the opportunity to still ascend during the course of the last calendar year? No, to be honest, it's because um, when we curl here in Nashville, it's it's called the Ford Ice Center. It's it's more of a hockey, and the, the place I'm developing right now is dedicated ice, so there's no ice skating on it. It's it's a big difference. Um, so we used to go to Blaine, Minnesota, just north of Minneapolis, and it's just been with travel. We we haven't been able to. So I would definitely say it it's put us back a little bit. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> overestimate where we're at right now but yeah these guys who you know it's if you've been golfing for 30 years versus an amateur like us it's, it's been curling for two years uh it, it's going to be pretty tough for us hey a couple more quick things for mark bulger former rams quarterback people aren't aware of it i wasn't aware of it until a few years ago that you play games with a broken leg here in st louis and uh, we as fans were relentless and as it turns out unfairly relentless on you man you were you were beat up when you were playing weren't you <laughs> yeah i i i played uh yeah the, 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 i remember going in my knee was really banged up after a saints game two weeks later i Got an MRI and Dr. Matava at the time said, yeah, get this, check your knee out. He goes, good news, your knee's fine. He goes, but we found your leg's been broken for a couple of weeks. I said, ooh. Uh, so that ended that season. You know, I played with 
four broken ribs multiple times. Uh, not fun, but the whole thing in the NFL, you really, you know, you can't tell your coaches and you can't tell the staff because there, there, there's certain rules in the NFL. But uh, most importantly for my own uh, well-being is I didn't want the other team to know that I had four broken ribs. But, uh, you know, it, my wife had to push me out of bed a lot of mornings. I could barely get out with, with broken ribs. But, uh, hey, I'm not complaining. Like my, my kids got a good life, and uh, you know I love St. Louis, and I got a lot of good friends from it. So I just wonder if you ever took that personally, because even though if if you aren't reading the paper, if you aren't listening to the radio, you still know what people are saying, and you can't say anything about it, like you said. So when people are ripping your performance, do you take it personally? Of course, that's me. <laughs> but you know how it is when you're in the locker room. Um, you're getting asked questions, you know, Randy, you were in there a bunch and you know, Jim Thomas and Bernie, all those guys, you know, you know what everyone's talking about, even though if I didn't read it, I knew what they were asking. And at the same time, I want to say, Hey, I'm trying my best. I'm playing with a broken leg or four broken ribs or my AC's blowing out and I broke 32, 33 bones in my career. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, but that's, you can't complain. You know, it, it's, it's the NFL is a little bit different. And that's why I love to, why I played football and uh you know my sisters had great basketball careers because we were always tough on each other and uh you know I, I have no regrets and I, I don't have any hard feelings but at the time yes you know it, it does bug you a little bit you know Mark we're seeing quarterbacks take a different approach than you and some of your peers did from that perspective Russell Wilson right now is being pretty vocal about what he's dealing with in Seattle he says he's being sacked too much and that he wants to either get more protection or potentially move on and you're obviously someone that we think about when we think about someone that endured some some big hits pretty consistently so when you hear a quarterback being vocal about taking a beating like that game in and game out and saying if if things don't change I want to move on what's your reaction to it Uh, it's mixed I mean Russell's a great player he's played way better than I ever was Uh, you know there's a lot of guys they're in the shotgun now. I was taking seven step, five step drops every play, um, and you get hit. And I, and I know it was more violent when I played. That doesn't make it right. It just was. But I know the one thing for me was I wouldn't have made it if I wasn't tougher than most guys because a lot of guys could throw farther than me uh, and were more athletic. But I could throw the ball where I wanted and I could take a hit and not complain. So I uh, it, it, again. It's mixed emotions when it comes to that. I mean, you have a decision, play football or don't play football. But when people who don't play the game try to make the rules, and I'm not saying Russell, just they want to make it real soft. I That's that's not me. That's, it, it actually helped my career. Hey, one last thing. As you know, you are part of the chip on Tom Brady's shoulder. You're drafted number 168 overall in 2000. He's drafted number 199. You have a really good career and retired 10 years ago. So what was it like watching him do what he did with Tampa Bay this year? He's amazing. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the story's up there, but yeah, I was pretty much uh, his partner at the combine because they went alph- alphabetically. So obviously BU and BR. So we went through and we both had chips on our shoulder at the combine saying, why are these guys getting drafted ahead of us? Um and we didn't understand it. He ran a five-two, five-three at the combine. I wasn't much better, uh, so I I get exactly what he's saying. I felt the same same way. Uh, 
you know, I don't like to call out the guys that went ahead of him or me because it's not their fault. But uh, I I admire Tom. Uh, I've always got along with him, and it, it's amazing what he's doing right now. Especially because we've seen the combine photo. Uh, would you have ever thought with the other things that you saw at the combine, besides just his physical, his, his physique, would you have ever dreamed that he would – uh, nobody's ever going to play to 43, but would you have thought that he would have played for 15 years in the NFL and done great? I mean, thank God they don't put my picture from the combine out there. It'd probably be way worse than it is. So I say yes, uh, because you know, it, I'm telling you, uh, some people take it the wrong way, but that chip on your shoulder, uh, I would say 95% of the guys in the NFL have it because most guys in the NFL, uh, grew up with nothing, and that's what makes football different from most sports. Uh, that's why I love it. And people always ask if you would let, if you had a son, would you let them play football? And I would say 100%. I learned teamwork, leadership, toughness, and again, it, it's volunteer. You don't have to play if you don't want. Hey, Mark, it's great to hear your voice, and I'm so excited about what you're doing. And we're going to keep up with you because we know that you're going to be battling for that spot. It'd be so cool to have you guys land in Beijing. It would be. And, hey, next time you guys both come down, I'm going to teach you guys how to curl. And if you don't want to curl, you just bowl. It's called T-line. So you guys come down, and I'm telling you, it's pretty easy. It's a tap shoe with your left foot if you're right-handed. It's a guarantee we'll be there because at some point when this is all over, we're going to be with the Blues there, and it'll be a weekend, and we'll absolutely stop by T-Line, and we'll say hi. Anytime. That would be great. All right. Hey, Mark, great to hear you. Thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. See you later. That is Mark Bulger with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.